Well, g'day there and welcome to the Oak City Church podcast. We are so glad that you've joined us today for another encouraging message from our Sunday gatherings of Oak City Church. If we can connect with you in any way, please see us at oakcitychurch.com.au or check out our socials online. We hope to see you in person soon. I just got questions more than I had answers. 
Um, but it was awesome. He, I, it was a real privilege to learn and my dad's help, to watch him, to ask him questions, to learn from him, to reflect with him. We had a few bits on site. I'm not going to lie. We punched on a couple of times. <laughs> but it's, it's not easy work with your dad, but it was a real privilege to learn from my dad and to become like him. And my dad was pretty patient, right? He explained in different ways, but the trap with apprenticeship is, is that you can start to watch people doing things, and you can learn the things, and you can do the things quite easily. Right? You, can, you can watch, learn, do quite quickly. It's, it doesn't take long to get the hang of things, but to become the master takes a very long time. To become like the expert takes much longer. There are no shortcuts in apprenticeships. Yeah, in carpentry apprenticeships or whatever, a couple of years, right? Apprenticeship to the kingdom, much longer time, much longer capacity for failure, for mistakes. And, and I see apprenticeship in this passage with the, the Paul of Isaiah, right? Like Jesus is there and he's inviting uh, his disciples to come meet this guy. And they walk up into a room or a space with 30, 40 different people. And his disciples know, we're here to meet someone. Who are we here to meet? They look around and see that there's space and there's people who are desperate for healing at this pool. And the pool is in the midst of Jerusalem. It's the city of God. Uh, but the people aren't there for God to heal. They're there because the pool is, is this pagan pool where the water is stirred up and the first person to get in there might get healed. They're there because they could get hope because they are looking for something better. And Jesus walks into the space. This space is Ironically, at this pagan pool, the Pharisees are there. What they do, what the Pharisees do. Judging people, throwing out the walls, whatever they do. But it's the Sabbath. And then Jesus walks in and he finds the man that he's looking for. I think he may break things down to him. He says, friend, do you want to be healed? And the man's response is, yes or no. It's, I, I can't get into the pool. When I try, people step over me. People probably stand on me. He can't use his legs and it's crawling, crawling, crawling. And Jesus says to him, pick up the man. Today you can heal. That's, that's nuts. But the reaction of the people there, I'm sure his disciples have their questions watching. I have no idea how he just did that. But the people who should have known are the Pharisees. The ones who studied the law, they studied the Torah, they knew the Bible better than anyone. They knew the Messiah was coming. And they see this happen. And they don't recognize uh, the moment at all. They, they miss it. Who told you to pick up your mat? Who told you to pick up your mat? You can't do that. It's the Sabbath. It's our holy day. It's rest day today. No mat to pick up. He's like, Look, the guy who just healed me, they completely and utterly missed the moment. Right? They completely missed that Jesus is there. This guy who's been paralyzed for 38 years. 
just stood up. He probably danced. He did a little TV, you know? Woohoo, I'm free, I can walk. He just got his life back. He can go work, he can go um, out with mates, he can go visit his family or find other people, he can go on a date. Now he's got his legs, guys. Come on! That's good news. And Faris is like, no. Put your mat down. Not today. Pick it up tomorrow. And these, these Pharisees, they don't experts at right? They, they are tend to experts at rules. They remember the rules upon the rules upon the rules. And in the, in the Old Testament, or the, the Jewish Torah, there, there was 613 commandments. The do's, the do nots, basically. Do this, do this, do this, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. And I, I look at a couple of I want to understand. And then the simple that is like, love God, right? Love the Lord God. Honor the head of state. That's, that's a really simple one. But then there was some like, practice astronomy. And I was like, do not practice astronomy? What do you mean? Do not practice astronomy. Like, I'm looking at the stars, I walk outside. That's, that's rough. Another one was salt and sacrifices for offering them. I was like, yes, God loves salt and meat too. I love salt and but they knew these rules. They were experts. They were better than anyone knowing the rules. They knew what to do better than anyone, but they didn't know the moment. And this Jesus can believe it. Man practiced doing all their lives so much that they just being forgotten. In their minds, it was their actions that they qualified them. Being with God was the most important thing for Jesus. So Jesus explained to them. This is where our verse started. He says, like a good master, teacher, to the apprentices, he says, I tell you the truth, the son can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the father doing. Whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him everything he is doing. He shows him everything. Jesus being with God in relationship is what enabled him to his actions. We don't want to just be people who do. We want to be people who be with Jesus, become like Jesus, and do the things he does. Not the other way around. You can't shortcut this. Just like you can't shortcut information. So rather than looking at what Jesus does specifically here and trying to recreate, maybe we need to get people who start to live out of that intimacy. Start to practice that intimacy with the Trinity. Yeah, not just on Sundays. Monday to Sunday, all week long, and every moment. Maybe that, that, that statement, what would Jesus do here, is actually really unhelpful because he would probably spit in the guy's face and, and heal him. Because he has the context for that. But what he does most is intimacy. He knows the Father of all else. And we have access to know Him in the same way. Uh, for me, this, it, it equates to one truth, right? Like, you could live by the rules, 
or you can live with intimacy. You can live intimately with the rules, or you can live by the rule of intimacy. So you could know every do, don't, whatever. You could look like a perfect Christian. You could come here every Sunday because you think it's the right thing to do, and you completely miss the point. Because the point is intimacy with Jesus, and then overflow that. Intimacy is the starting point for everything we are saying this year. It is the overarching statement of the way of Jesus, of practicing the way. We would hear, do this, do that, a lot from us up here. But we hardly believe that that must come from this place of intimacy. And if we're not practicing that, then we might as well do what we do. Don't bother. Jesus being with him is more important. So the Pharisees living by the rules and doing better than anyone. And sometimes we just want rules, right? Like rules are simple. Rules are easy. When I, when I know the rules, it's black and white. I love playing rules, right? And I love getting the rules out of it. Sometimes we have to have a little power before and just clarify the rules. Because otherwise I'm going to have to break the time out. But if we know the rules, then surely that's going to happen. Life is not black and white. Life is not this long straight road where you can see and know every step of the way. Instead, this life of Jesus is like a winding back road in the country somewhere where you can only just see a little bit ahead. And you need to go slow to go You need to take your time because being with Jesus It's all about dependency. It comes back to this word, dependency. Who are you dependent on in the moment? We can live moments knowing what right things to do. But it comes back to more. What does Jesus want to do in this moment? Jesus, what are you doing? Where are you working? Start to ask more questions, guys. I, I, I genuinely believe conversational prayer is you can't just jump into a deep level of intimacy. You need to build a relationship. And there's something that will come over time. But the, the invitation is there, and it's not a rush. This is a lifelong friendship. But it's a hard call. In many ways, I want to tell you that the rules, here are the rules, do this, do this, and you will get it. But it's not, there, there are no shortcuts to this. It's literally just getting to know Jesus, being with him, and uh, becoming like him from that place. <laughs> it's this holy like road life. It's really discouraging. So I'm sorry. But it's great. It's living in the ground. It's not black and white. There, and there is um, but there is hope, right? I think when I look at the disciples I see hope more than anything. These guys who had the, the very presence of Jesus, they're tangible. Still making mistakes. Peter is classic for making mistakes. It is okay to make mistakes. Like Charlie said, God's good with our pride, a stunning face. He knows our failures, and he's okay with it. Just bring it up. 
like the things that you're giving your heart to will change you radically. And that is what it was about to be with Jesus. See, Jesus wasn't on some hyper-spiritual plane. He wasn't at spiritual level 99. He was just being, practicing what he wanted us to do. To be with the Father. To be with the Father. So, Pete Cazares says this, when we commit to being before doing, everything changes. Slowing us down and radically shifting our priorities and those we serve. What we do is important. Don't hear me saying different. But who we are is even more important. Who we are, who are we being? And you become who you hang out with. Hang out with Jesus. Spend your time there. Spend your time in your huddles or, or in your um, small groups or in your Bible studies. Spend your time Monday nights on Zoom. Become like those people who are, who are going in there. I, and I say that humbly, I am going there, but like, it's serious. Like, look around the church and go, oh, that, that guy spends a lot of time with Jesus. So that, she gets it. Maybe I'm going to ask her a question. Maybe I'm going to be vulnerable and open up to more. I know I, I do that internationally as well. Like we have this, this incredible gift in this generation where we can see people from around the globe who are doing this. And Pete Gregg is one who I mentioned earlier who asked that question. Pete Cazera is another one. We can access them through podcasts, through books. You can spend time with renowned people. Um, but spend time with people here to becoming like Jesus. But look for people who are spending time with Jesus, who are being with Jesus. Um, yeah. The rule of intimacy is ultimately worked out in our being, not our doing. And I want to leave you with this, this image here of hand in hand. Um, God isn't calling us to do things he hasn't done. He isn't calling us into places he would never go. He wants to walk with us, walk alongside us, uh, hand in hand, moment by moment. The key word is dependence. Just like my daughter, if she's afraid, she'll grab my hand. If I want to cross the road with her and I think there's danger, I grab her hand. We have a little hand in hand with the Trinity, Jesus, Holy Spirit, and Father, to live dependent lives upon them because they want to help us moment by moment. They want to lead us in this intimacy. They want to show us the things that the Father is doing moment. You can't see around the heavens, guys. Slow down, take your time, walk hand in hand with the Father through life. And ultimately, that will begin to shape the way we live and overflow into the world around us. So, let me pray. I know it's a bit heavy. It wasn't that like, you can do this and you'll have life message. <laughs> this is the one thing, the gray area. But being with Jesus, overflow in the whole of your life. So let me pray for you. Jesus, I just thank you that as difficult as this being piece is, as grey, as messy, as murky as it is, we are welcome in your presence anytime. Hebrews 4 says that we can approach the throne of grace and find what we are required for our time of need. And Lord, so if we need more intimacy with you, 
pray this morning that you would help us find that. If we need more intimacy with others, I pray that you would help us find that. If we are looking for a, a, a teacher or a mentor or a master for this friendship, Lord, I, help, I pray that you would help reveal that person in this moment, in this day, in this week. But Lord, let us remember you Monday to Sunday. Let us live hand in hand, fully dependent on your leading, on your presence, on your impact, on your intimacy. For there is nothing we can do, Lord, that doesn't flow from knowing you first. It doesn't flow from being with you. So, Jesus, thank you so much uh, for living this way, for dying for us, and opening a way for us to live. Cool guys, I think uh, Charlie's gone. So shoot, everyone's gone. So I'm so busy. Coffee. Coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, guys. Okay.